It's self show. Play Say with it. No. Mo. Yeah. Uh huh. And another one. She rockin', she rockin', she rockin' alone, and she poppin', she poppin', she poppin' the songs, and she makin', she makin', she makin' her own, cause black girls rock, black girls rock, yeah. She rockin', she rockin', she rockin' alone, and she poppin', she poppin', she poppin' the songs, and she makin', she makin', she makin' her own, cause black girls rock, black girls rock. Hey guys, it's your host Renee. I'm back with another episode of Her Talks. Remember, if you want to engage with me, you can also find me on herbyrenee.com. That's her by R-E-N-E-E.com. I um, not only do a podcast, I also have a blog and I write a little bit and I also share some of the Yes, I Have a Therapist uh, shows on there. So I wanted to kind of let you guys know that it's multifaceted, um, not just everything business blended in black, but just all sorts of things mixed in together. Oh, I also wanted to say, guys, do you know that you can support me financially? Great, right? <laughs> so if you want to, you can go on Anchor and there's a way that you can monthly support. Um, I think it's even, I think you can kind of like pick how you want to support. So if you like the podcast and want to support, would love to have your support. But anywho, enough of the plug, let's get into today's topic. So, as you know, last week I talked about the obstacle is the way and how we need to define what our obstacles are and how we might be able to use the obstacles in a way that actually puts us on path to our passion and our ultimate destiny and purpose, which sounds really huge, (laughs) right? Like, oh my gosh, ultimate destiny and purpose. But in actuality, it actually is a lot more doable and realistic than we tend to think. Again, a lot of times we label destiny, we label purpose with this really broad brush of I'm going to do this. I'm going to save a million people. and I'm going to do all these different things. And while your your ultimate walk may get you there, it's the small everyday steps. It's the consistency that's actually going to make you successful. And again, success is something that you define for yourself. It could be a money goal. It could be the amount of impact that you're having on other people. It could just be leaving a legacy for your kids, whether that's financially or a home that they can pass on or a business. Success looks different for each person. So I don't want you to get caught up in the word success, in the word destiny and purpose, because I feel like that manifests itself in a lot of different ways for a lot of different people. Okay. So next steps, right? The first week you were supposed to take account of your time. Um, Look at how much time you're spending on social media. Look at how much time you're spending on Netflix. Look at how much time you're spending on work. If you're in school, schoolwork, different things of that nature. So that was the first week. Now, this week and last week, we're supposed to be implementing some changes. So I just want to remind you of that. What are the changes that you want to make in order for you to really start getting towards your goals? Again, is it a class you need to take? Is it a certification you need? Do you need to go back to school? Do you need to go to YouTube University? Do you need to find a mentor? Do you need to read a book? Do you need to do all the above? (laughs) Only you can decide that. But it's very important for you to have a definitive plan um, because without the plan, you're going to think that everything that you come across is aligned with what you're supposed to do. And that may or may not be the truth. 
And so if you have a plan and you have what you're doing, you'll be able to tell yourself what actually happens. Okay, now that you have kind of your plan and goal set up, I wanted to talk a little bit about why you should listen to me. (laughs) I don't think I've ever properly introduced myself. Um, and why it's important and why I've seen the benefit of doing some of the things that I'm telling you to do. So I have been in the nonprofit sector for about 12 years. Um, I've held various leadership positions in the nonprofits that I've worked in. Um, at the age of 22 years old, I was brought on by a nonprofit through an, through an AmeriCorps VISTA internship to start a youth program at a local nonprofit. Um, and that youth program ran for about two and a half years under my leadership. Um, it was great. I had a really wonderful time. It was something they, they had not done before. Um, I was able to get some small grants. Um, we connected a lot with city officials and even some senators to assist us in some of our volunteer efforts. Um, and then I've kind of gone through and done case management. Um, I've been a supervisor um, in various positions. So I've held a lot of leadership positions within the nonprofit sector. And my background is varied. I have done everything from case management, working with individuals um, with um, it, with um, within the system, as far as like working with DHR clients. I worked with individuals that are receiving housing assistance. I've worked with teenagers, um, with teenagers that are... Um, like in leadership positions, I work with teenagers that have had um, relationship with the justice, criminal justice system. I have worked with um, individuals that have chronic diseases. I have worked with individuals that have mental health um, impairments. So my my range has been broad and now I'm back in school. <laughs> um, and my ultimate goal I, is to open up a wellness center. So uh, that's kind of my background. Like I said, I've, you know, been in nonprofit for several years. I have a degree in sociology. I'm working towards my master's. So those are just some of the things. I feel like sometimes when I'm talking, I don't think people fully understand like the different leadership positions that I have held, like even in college and then afterwards. And so you're probably like, okay, who are you <laughs> to kind of tell me what I need to be doing? But these are some things that I have just seen within myself, just starting out and doing different things. Uh, like I said, I've done three actual events through, yes, I have a therapist. The first event wasn't called, yes, I have a therapist. It was actually called Brunching with Her um, by Renee and Danny G. Um, And then we started doing a seat at the table and we did a thing called a recharge, which was just a few of us getting together to kind of talk about and reemphasize some of the things that we had done at Brunching with Her and Danny G. So that is my credentialing. That's my resume. So I say all that to say, what is your resume? What are the things that you have done in your life that can help catapult you to that next level? So many times we downplay the things that we have or we say, well, I just did this or I just did that, right? I can't tell you how many times when somebody recounts some of the stuff that I've done, I'm like, oh yeah, I did do that. The best thing for you to have is not just a resume for yourself, but a praise book. Like, oh, I did this, a scrapbook even if it's just digitally of all the things that you have accomplished, because as you go throughout the years, you will forget some of those nuanced things that actually make you who you are and will actually put you in a light to be more successful. So don't forget to do that. Don't forget all the things that you've done. You have successes, even if you're not where you want to be in life currently. There's something in your life 
that you can hang your hat on that you are proud of yourself for? Think about that. What is that? What is something that you can hang your hat on? Because a lot of times we sit here and we bemoan the fact that we're not where we want to be, which that's great. It's always great to have goals, but it's also good to be realistic about the stuff that you've already done. So many times we feel like we're doing the impossible when we've already done the impossible three and four times. Did somebody tell you that you weren't going to make it? Did you, you know, fail the graduation exam four times? Did you drop out of school and then now you're returning? Like, what are some of the things that you've overcome? Your story is your best selling point. Even if nobody else knows it right now, depending on what your business is, you need to sell yourself on your own story. How do you want this story to play out? How do you want this story to end? You get to define that. Everything that's happened to you before, whether it be good or bad, that's in the past. Like we have to be able to move forward in the things that we feel are being called of us, especially from God. Like if we feel like this is a God thing, your past is null and void anyway. It doesn't even matter at this point. Like every opportunity is a new opportunity for you to do what you need to do. And I wanted to kind of share that. I don't share a lot of scripture on this um, podcast, but I wanted to share something I feel like God has really been dropping in my spirit. For the last four years, <laughs> every September, I end up reading a devotion or something comes across my timeline that talks about be still, be still, be still, be still, and know that I am God, right? Well, that happened again, September 1st, <clears throat> woke up, did a devotion. Oh my gosh, this is the, the scripture in this devotion. Who knew? But then I had a revelation about the heart and about staying focused. So the scripture that I have now in my prayer palace, and we'll talk more about that in another episode, <clears throat> and it's parts of Proverbs 4, verses 23 and 25, but it says, guard your heart, let your eyes look straight ahead, fix your gaze directly before you. Guard your heart. Don't let things dampen your spirit. Don't let certain circumstances, words, thoughts, doubts of others get into your heart because that is where the, the waters of life spring forth, right? We have to protect our dreams. We have to protect that inner voice. It cannot become our inner critic. We cannot allow outside forces or heck, sometimes inside forces, <laughs> depending on who you are, to determine your next steps. We have to get still, get quiet. What is your purpose? This is why I did the whole 15 minutes to dream. Take 15 minutes seriously, cut everything off, everything. Let it be silent, let it be quiet. Sometimes people are afraid of silence. Be still. What is your purpose? What is something that you feel, you get really irritated when you see certain things like, dang, this is just not right. This is just, this, it should be this way or whatever. Or I have a better way of doing this or I'm really good at organizing or I mean, I, I feel like I could, you know, style Beyonce, whatever. What is it that you feel like your gifting is and how, how do you want that gifting to manifest and why, why is just as important? Remember your why, why are you doing the things that you're doing? Why are you talking to yourself the way that you're talking to? Why are you hanging out with the people that you're hanging out with? Why are you living the life that you're living? Why? What is the purpose of it? What is your purpose in doing the things that you do? There's so many things that we cannot change about what's going on. 
we cannot change that there's a virus out there. We cannot change that life is still happening and people are losing jobs and people are losing family members. Those are circumstances that we cannot change. One of the things that I feel is one of the biggest lessons that I'm learning is we cannot hold too tight. Not to people, not to things, not to circumstances because everything is fluid. But what is your story? What are, you, what are you holding on to so tightly that you're afraid that you'll lose it if you do what you feel called to do? And that is the very thing that you got to let go of. And I'm in that season too. I'm letting go of a whole bunch of stuff and it's scary. <laughs> no doubt about it. It's scary. But I feel like in this season, what I'm learning is to guard my heart, look straight ahead and be still. Do not move until I feel called to move. Do not move until I, I feel that inclination of this is the way that I should do it. Not getting confirmation from other people. You know, it's good. Yes. Have mentors. Don't try to have everybody co-sign what you feel is right for you. Because for a lot of people, it's not going to make any sense. When I tell you, when I told people I wanted to go a nonprofit, they were like, you want to go to school to be poor? <laughs> they, they had no, they were like, what is wrong with you? But I felt called to do the work that I'm doing. I feel called to go back to school when I went back to school. I've told that story a million times, how things didn't quite work out the way that I thought they were going to work out. I didn't go to the school that I thought I was going to go to, but I am where I'm supposed to be in this season right now doing what I'm supposed to do. Can you say the same? And if you can't, why not? And use that why and why not to change the trajectory of your thinking and to change the trajectory of your life. It starts with your thoughts, which turn into actions, which turns into habits, which turns into your life. So that's it. <laughs> that's my little gym for y'all this week. Um, I didn't really get into the obstacles away that much, but I this was something that was really on my heart that I have been kind of fumbling around with it uh, for a little bit and I wanted to share with you all. So good luck on your journey of being who you're supposed to be, living your truth and living your life. Talk to you next time.